is then bringing awareness to you. You are the business owner. You know what you have to offer. Now you want to make sure that the people that need you are able to find you. They're able to find you because you have that ideal product that they want. You have the solution to their problem. You're going to address that pain and help them dig right into it and become the better version of themselves, whether it's for themselves or their children, whatever your product and services deal with. But once you're able to create awareness, they can see you and find you, then that's when you create something wonderful. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you. Hey, 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 Kimberly Smith Austin here. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Hey, Kimberly. We are in the middle of an amazing series about dancing. Oh, wait. We are in the middle of an amazing series about dance and attracting and getting and helping your ideal clients. Do you remember? Of course I do. And you know, I love to dance. So it's all about (laughs) the dance. And I'm excited to be back here once again. You guys, I don't know if you remember, but last week we talked about the dance. And our dance was particularly focused around that customer experience, that customer journey that many of you may be familiar with. And I'm just going to give you a little short breakdown, and we're going to get right into the crux of this. If you remember dance, D-A-N-C-E, the dance is defined, that ideal client. Number two is A for attract. How do you attract them? The N is nurture that customer client once they come on board, capturing their information. And then the last one is expanding the scope and what you have available to offer to them. We know that this dance is going to not only bring new customers into your door, but also give you a process that you can use over and over and over again. Misty, do you like to dance? Yes. By myself alone. (laughs) Well, we're building a business. And so by yourself alone is not going to produce the income or the opportunities (laughs) that I know we want to produce for ourselves, but also for those that we're sharing this information with today. So without further ado, let's get right into this dance. But tell me really quick, last week we talked about defining that ideal client. And now you should have taken the time, spent that time with that homework, those three action items that we gave you to really pinpoint who that is for you. But today we want to talk about how do you attract them? You wrote it down. You know who they are. Let's attract them to you. Misty, how do we do that? I love it. It really plays on what we did last week. And I hope that you were able to download our resource, one of the tools that when we coach, we charge for, but for you guys, we wanted to give it out, let you start playing in this field and really look at who is it that I have that solution for in the services or goods that I am doing in my business. So once you have those, and we talked about demographics and psychographics, now we get to come back and go a little deeper and really assess what it is 
that we have that they need so that we can be prepared when we're out there having those conversations. And we need to assess specific things like we talked about last week, but a little deeper in, if I know who they are, where are they? And how can I show up to really make the biggest impact to where they're at? Yes, I love that. Knowing who they are, where they're at, but here's another one, what they need or what they want. You know, even though we've defined all the demo and the psychographics, a lot of times there's things in common that those people want particularly. So you want to assess those things. You want to be able to identify their pain points. What are those things they're struggling with at that season in their life? Because once you know that, you are better able to provide that product, that service, and better yet in this case, attract them with the languaging, with your marketing, with your posting, with everything that you're putting out to the world. I love that. So now that you've assessed that client or assessed what they want, what they need, what their pain points are, there's this second piece that we believe is super important is then bringing awareness to you. You are the business owner. You know what you have to offer. Now you want to make sure that the people that need you are able to find you. They're able to find you because you have that ideal product that they want. You have the solution to their problem. You're going to address that pain and help them dig right into it and become the better version of themselves, whether it's for themselves or their children, whatever your product and services deal with. But once you're able to create awareness, they can see you and find you, then that's when you create something wonderful. I love that. And you were saying earlier, um, one of my favorite quotes from you is that your body is your business card. So if you are in the health and nutrition and awareness that people bring just by you stepping in the room, people know that you care about your wellness and clearly take care of yourself. And that is a definite form of your branding when people get to see you. But if they also jump onto your social media and maybe they haven't met you in person, but they're looking at your social media and it aligns with how healthy, how to be nutritious, exercise things when you're in a hurry or the importance of it. Now your awareness is aligning. So your branding is consistent, whether you're showing up in person, whether they're Googling you, because let's face it, everyone nowadays Googles you. As soon as they meet you, we're out there playing detectives. Does she do what she really says she does? And when you're looking at some of your sites, what you don't want is to have that person feel like they're the first one there. No one likes to be the first one at a party, but if they show up at your site or your social media and they see all these people and all these engagements, they're like, hmm. I think I could trust this person, right? Because I've met them. They're amazing. Or the vice, I love their branding. I met them in person and they were just who I thought they were. And one of the things that we had to learn a long time ago in one of my other companies was nobody likes inauthenticity. They don't like fake pictures. So when you have these pictures that are stock images and they're showing up to your company and they can't align with the pictures, one of the biggest compliments we got at Oak Grove was when I would give tours, the customers would be like, or the the clients would say, hey, your website has real pictures. And this was years ago when that was first coming out because people didn't know they wanted to look quote unquote professional. However, when you're really aligning in people's awareness, you want to be who you say you are, that starts to matter. And if it's out of alignment, then they're going to question you, your service and or your goods. 
Yeah, that's good. That's good. And when we think about awareness, those factors are really important because you can have a business, you can have a brand, but if no one knows you exist, it doesn't matter. And that's why awareness is so important, making sure that you're getting out there in such a way on your social, on your platform so that people can find you and that they see who you truly are. You know, I believe there's value in showing your face and not always some made up thing because people love you. And that's something we're doing consistently and even increasing more and more, making sure that we're showing up on our social media so that you know who Kimberly and Misty are when you come to our page and when you hear our voice, you can have a direct connection. Now, the third piece is authenticity. Woo! This one I think is huge because when you are building or better yet, attracting your client, it's super important that you are authentically you. You know, I can pretend to be Misty or I can pretend to be Gillette or I can pretend to be Coca-Cola. But the truth is, those are those companies and that's their brand. Here at Made to Inspire, we want to inspire you to be authentically you as we be ourselves. Because we know that's going to allow you to present the best version of yourself in the marketplace. And we said this last week is that when you show up as yourself and when people meet you, they're meeting the same person. They're not meeting someone that's fake and not real. They're meeting the real person. And you're actually going into the subject matter or the content that relates to them in a way based on your own personal experiences. I'll tell you, my health and wellness business has grown because I'm talking through my life stories, you know, my valley moments, but also my top of the mountain moments. So think about how you can speak to that audience to create that awareness, to attract them in such a way because you are being you. Your uniqueness is what's going to attract them, but it's also your uniqueness that's going to keep them there. And you just nailed it, Kimberly. I think a lot of people think if I highlight my top of the mountain, that's what people want. That's what they want to see. That's going to increase sales. But really, a lot of people are searching for those valley moments and what you did through your struggles to get to the top of the mountain. So if you're portraying that I live on top of the mountain without really actually showing and talking about and giving how you got to the top of the mountain, you're going to lose out. And let's be real. If you're only talking about on top of the mountain, you're not very authentic because we all, as you just said, have the valleys and the mountains. Now, the opposite is true, too, because there are some people that only discuss the valleys and their mindset lives in the valleys. Even in the times they're on top of the mountain, they're focusing back when they are in the valley. So it is definitely a fine balance on discussing both and highlighting them. But I know for more people, they don't want what you have. They want how you're going to make them feel. They want what you're going to do for them. So you definitely want to highlight that top of the mountain. But as you're highlighting what they could get by being on top of the mountain and you're enrolling them in it, that's where you could actually start talking about why you decided to do it, how you did it, what was going on in the moments of uh, when you're gaining clarity or when you were struggling, because then they're going to be able to look at you and be like, she knows me. She knows what I'm talking about because she was once where I was and now she's where I want to be. And uh, one of the greatest lessons one of my mentors taught me was, and I'm going to do it in a golf scenario because it helps me the best is. There's always someone to be able to coach you. If you're new, there's someone that is maybe they've been doing it for a year, but they could coach you because they have more experience. Because sometimes that newbie doesn't always want that person that is the professional. Maybe it's uh, they're not comfortable or the professional 
is not really languagely where they're at. They can't remember just starting out. So wherever you're at, there's always a great way to enroll someone right behind you to encourage them and help them get to maybe where you're at. So never be scared to be like, oh, I don't know if I have enough information or if my product, there's people that are on every step of the journey that you your services and or product can help. You just got to position yourself to know how to be, I don't know, let's uh, think about it, how to assess where they're at, be aware where they're at and how you could help them and authentically have those conversations with them about what you and your service and your products can do. Awesome. Love, love, love that. So basically, we've just shared with you some key things that are going to help you attract that ideal client. Now, here's one thing to keep in mind. When you're attracting that client, think about how are they going to find you to get attracted to you? We know right now that social media rules the world. So more than likely, it's through your social media content. More than likely, if you are still in paper publication, maybe that's newspapers, maybe there's things in your community that will bring people out, whether it's a community newspaper or your local newspaper. Let's really keep those things in mind. Social media, YouTube, your channels and things like that. Those are your attraction vehicles, if you will. Now that we've identified some of those attraction vehicles, we want to get right into some action steps on what you can do now that you've gotten some idea of what it means to attract. What do you do? How do you do it? And some things that you can do as you go into this next week. So we have three things we want to bring out to you. Number one, relate. Number two, communicate. And number three, educate. The first one goes to relate. And I think this is super, super important. This is where you're building that relationship. And I know you're thinking, build a relationship. I don't know them. They don't know me. Well, we know that there's value in relating to people when people can connect with you. You've identified that ideal client. You're authentically being you. You are now in a position to start building trustworthiness, credibility by relating to them. And I just talked to Misty right before the call that says sometimes that means not just talking business, but showing the world a part of your life. You know, social media strategy says don't just post business, business, business all day long. Show them your dog. Show them your faith. Whatever those three themes you identify. For me, it's faith, food, and fitness. So if you see those on my other channel, you're going to always see some food. You're always going to see faith. You're always going to see fitness. And then, by the way, you're going to see my family. So those are things that you want to speak to your audience at because once they see you outside of just being a businesswoman or an entrepreneur, they see the other side. They believe, I know her. I know him because they see those elements of you. Remember that relating is super important. Now, Misty's going to talk a little bit about that next piece, which is communicate. Misty. So when you communicate, um, like we talked about earlier, it's about being consistent in your communication and ensuring that your social media channels, whether they be your LinkedIn or your Facebook or your uh, other ones, have those messages and they're relatable, like we talked about earlier, in there. And when you communicate, part of that is really being a great listener. All the books kind of show us that when we're in building relationship, one of the best things you can do is listen. Listen for those pain points. Listen for opportunities to be able to uh, engage with them on where they're at. A lot of times people make mistakes when they're communicating is they just show up and they throw you their business card and they just start talking about what they do 
instead of building that relationship like we talked about in step one and really taking that time to communicate with the other person, finding out more about them. And then like we talked about, sharing little bits about yourself. Yeah, I think it's important when you say that, Misty, the other thing you mentioned is that consistency. And in order to help you build consistency, an action plan or action step is maybe create a content calendar for yourself. Decide how you're going to show up, when you're going to show up and what you're going to talk about. You know, I know Mondays is mindset. Tuesday is tasty. Wednesday is wellness or word, whatever. Create a plan for yourself so that you can communicate and you do it consistently. And the third one, Misty, is all about educate, right? We're going to educate that client on what we have to offer. We know that every post won't be about education, but it's important that we integrate that education into maybe every three to four posts. Every, you know, you have seven days a week, maybe give it every third day or every seventh day, there's a post about education because we want them to view us or you as their trusted advisor, as that resource, as the company, the person that's going to help them get from point A to point Z. It's all about how do you attract them? How do you make yourself beneficial, worthy, and so, so in such a way that they want to partner and work with you? So there you have it. We've had relate, we had communicate, and we had educate. Now, what do you, what do you want to add to that, Misty? I love it because you're telling us don't sell. Communicate. Don't sell. Build a relationship. Don't sell. Educate them on what it is your service and products do. Because when you're not selling and you're doing those three other things, you're going to enroll people. And we all know when you enroll people, they're going to want to travel further down your customer journey. Absolutely. So, friends, you've heard it right here. These are tips, tools, techniques, tactics, strategies, all those things you need to attract that ideal client. You know it. So now we want you to do the homework, take the time and go through those three action steps, define those things for you. So when you come back next week and join us for the dance and we talk more about nurturing, then we want to help you on your journey as you continue to build your customer journey or better yet, your customer dance. We know that there's something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. It is that time of year for one of the biggest days of the year. And we're not talking Christmas, Black Friday. Yes, yes, yes. And guess what? It is happening this week in just a few more days. And we're super excited to share with you that we have Black Friday specials that you don't want to miss. If you want to take advantage of this $9.3 billion that are spent on Black Friday, take a look at our special. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Inspire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. 